piece in the sand. Not the last mafioso, I'm an MC cop. Make it say go LL and do the Y. If you think you cannot ride me, yeah boy, I bet. Cause I ain't met a motherfucker who could do that yet. Trent said I'm better, but rhymes are good. I got a gold name plate that says I wish you would. And when I begin, then I gotta join in. And before my rhyme is over, you know I'm a win. Cool J has arrived, so you better make way. Ask anybody in the crowd, they say the kid don't play. I'm bad. 
Lil LL Cool J to kick off the morning. If you're listening on the podcast, welcome everybody to an all new Downright Sports Radio, the podcast here on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Google Play. You know the routine. Leave a comment, subscribe, all the same, every single time. This is episode nine of the new year. Uh, my name is Brent Reed, and it is showtime. <laughs> We're also on Facebook Live uh, again, uh, so a lot of uh's because I'm doing too much right now, and I just drink my cup of coffee, and I should have drink, I should have probably had it maybe like 30 minutes before the show started, but now I just had it now, so it's like, <laughs> uh, B-Rat, Little Brad had Facebook, and he saw that, he would appreciate that, because it's funny, it's funny, um, I know everybody everybody knows the situation that's going down in the world today with the uh the virus that's out there. So I just ask everybody and I pray that everybody is safe. Um they're at home, uh they're staying indoors, only going out if you need to. So nobody should be going out to get toilet paper because like, you know, there's enough toilet you there's a lot of mummies that's gonna be made when this all blows over and honestly half the country shouldn't have to buy toilet paper for the next decade because there's a lot of tp that's not on the shelf so hopefully you only have to go out to get food or your medicine other than that look walk your dog if you got your own house play in the yard uh stay away for those of you that don't like being around people you should (laughs) You you should really uh this should this really should uh help you out because um you don't have to be around anybody, which is pretty cool if you think about it. Facebook is acting up, so we're gonna go off of that. We're not gonna use Facebook. We're gonna go away. Yeah. You get some inside baseball here. I'm gonna go on Instagram. Yeah. I got a new uh stand I'm trying to use, so let's see if this works. Facebook kept telling me to rotate it, rotate it, rotate it, like pause me. (laughs) But we're on Instagram Live now, so we just went from Facebook to Instagram. How about that? Just that quick, ladies and gentlemen. It can happen that fast. Um, The show's always about sports. We're going to keep it in sports. We're going to keep it relevant with sports. Um, We're going to keep it funky with sports. Let's talk about it. I need to know what in the blue cheese is going on down in Dallas. Um... If you pay attention, the Dallas Cowboys got a quarterback in Dak Prescott who they drafted a couple years ago. And I think when they drafted him, they had zero idea that he was going to be the star quarterback of the team. I think they had zero idea that he was going to be the face of their franchise. The quarterback is always the face of the franchise when it come and in the case of football. I mean, there's certain there's certain circumstances where, like, your running back or a defensive player may fit those criterias. But in this case, when you're the Dallas Cowboys quarterback, you're the face of the team. When Dak was drafted, um, Tony Romo was the quarterback. And guess what happened? Tony Romo got hurt because that's what Tony Romo does. He gets hurt. Dak takes over and instantly becomes a star overnight and instantly is the man. The job, the job is it's awarded to him. Tony's never coming back. Tony was so impressed, he retired and went to the booth and made more money in the booth. But the question is, now it's time to pay the man. And if you compare him to other players and stuff like that, 
you gotta ask yourself why hasn't they why ha, why has why have Dallas not broken that bread with him yet? Why haven't they backed that money truck up? What what are they holding back on? You know what 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 is, what is the what is the issue? Because we're not gonna make this a black and white thing. Well, if he was a white quarterback, they would have paid him. We're not gonna make it that because it's not fair. Because there's a lot of black quarterbacks that have been paid. Now the Cowboys have never had to be fair to play the other side of the fence. Cowboys have never had a black quarterback as their franchise, as the face of the team. They've had other black position players, but the quarterback has always been white in that case. And the one time they did have a black quarterback in Quincy Carter, somehow he was a drug addict and they never seen the light of day in the NFL ever again, which I thought was pretty interesting. Even though he took the team to the playoffs the one year he was there. But you look at a guy like Dak Prescott, and I'm not going to, I didn't spend a whole lot of time like comparing him to guys like Tom Brady's first few years. I didn't do all that. What I did was I compared him to Kirk Cousins. And because Kirk Cousins, when he became a free agent, they basically paid Kirk Cousins like his name was Tom Brady. And I've watched Kirk Cousins, and I don't see Tom Brady. I barely see a poor man's Aaron Rodgers. I barely see a Phillip Rivers in him. I don't see any of that. What I saw was um, a bum (laughs) who was an okay quarterback but should not be the highest paid, one of the highest paid in the league. I don't see that. (coughs) Excuse me. So you look at the two numbers, and uh, Cousins has been a starter for five years. Um, Dak's been a starter for about three, four years. Dak's record is above 540-24. Can't beat that. 97 touchdowns, 36 interceptions. He can't beat that for a young kid who was not even supposed to be a franchise player. And then if you look at Kirk Cousins, five years as a starter, 44-42. and 42. Uh, he's got a bunch of touchdowns, 155 to 71 interceptions. He throws a lot of interceptions. And as far as their playoff appearances go, they're tied, except Dak's got a Dak's won a playoff game, where Kirk Cousins, on the other hand, is still looking to achieve something. You're not going to tell me Dak Prescott is not a better quarterback or in the same category as a Kirk Cousins. He deserves that money. I don't know what Jerry Jones or I don't know who's running the Dallas Cowboys anymore. I'm I'm just a, I know in the past Jerry was running the team and it seemed like back when Jerry was running the team full time that players were getting paid. You know, it was you know, it was time to pay a player, a player got his money. Like that's what that's what, what we're talking about here. Ever since the Sun kind of got involved, it looks like that the, the purse strings have gotten a little tighter. I think the Sun's a moron. I don't think he knows what he's doing. Quite frankly, I think you you lock up Dak Prescott or you either do one or two things. You go to Dak and you say, look, man, take less money. We give you more years. Take some less so we can sign you better players. I guarantee I will get you the money on the back end, meaning endorsements, speaking arrangements. You're the Dallas Cowboys quarterback. You will make this money back. I promise you just deliver us one Super Bowl. One Super Bowl, and you ask Troy Aikman, you ask um, 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 uh, uh, Roger Starback, you ask um, uh, Tony Romo, you ask any quarterback that's ever played for the Cowboys and has some significant success if they ever struggle for money. 
I'm just saying. You ask any of the players. You ask an Emmett. You ask a T.O. You ask a Michael Irvin. You ask a Deion Sanders. Any of those offensive linemen guys. Have success. Be a winner. You will never eat again. You don't have to even move out of the state of Texas. Just stay where you're at, man. And you'll never go hungry again. And I think that's the conversation that needs to be had. Because if you look at some of the successful quarterbacks who have won championships, they take less money. They don't take it all. Because you have to put, you have to, the NFL is not like baseball where like one player can make an absurd amount of money and then the next guy can make an absurd amount of money. And then basically you have four guys on the roster just just making uh, uh, over $100 million. It's not the case in football. That money needs to be spread around. And as the quarterback, the leader of the franchise, you're running back who you need, who's not going to be there much longer. You will outlast him because running backs have short lifespans in the NFL. They need their money up front. They need that paper up front. Wide receivers to some degree, too. But you, you continue on the path you want. You'll make the money. A millionaire is still a millionaire, whether it's $40 million or $20 million. Now, if he played on a sorry team like Detroit or the Jets, I would tell him to take that money in a heartbeat. But the Cowboys is always going to put you in a position to win. Why not put yourself in the position to keep winning? You don't want those off years, those those lean years, as they say. You're not trying to go through that, man. You really ain't. Uh, and I, th- I mean, I'm not wanting to tell somebody not to go get that bread, but there's two sides to look at it. And I think... They need to look at it. He needs to look at it both ways or come to some weird compromise or something like that. Like if um, I'll take less, but if we win the Super Bowl, you basically just got to give me a one lump sum piece of cash, <laughs> like something like that. Or, or, or you got to pay my mortgage on my house for the next 20 years. Something. These things can be negotiated. That's what contracts are for. It's a private company. Anything's possible. Um, something that I'm very happy with, I knew there was a reason why I liked the Tampa Bay Buccaneers head coach, Bruce Arians, because he's such a smart man. He basically said there's no way that Antonio Brown is going to come play for Tampa so he can re-team up with his new uh, BFF in Tom Brady. I've said on the on my airwaves, whether it's on here or on YouTube, that Antonio Brown sabotaged his own career. He went from being, he went from basically automatically Hall of Fame to just a complete, complete um, uh, buster. Like he played himself. The difference in Antonio Brown and T.O. was T.O. played in a different time where every coach pretty much felt like I can change him. Not to mention, I'm not sure T.O. would have got a second chance if it wasn't for Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones, like I just said, Jerry Jones' son kind of runs the front the team a little bit. They won't sign him. So if the Cowboys are not trying to sign Antonio Brown, you should act. Antonio Brown, again, he played himself. He put himself in this position. Nobody is, nobody, I'm not feeling sorry for him because he got a second chance. You blew, you, oh, first of all, you, 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 you quit on Pittsburgh. You get what you wanted. You get your money. You get traded, and then you basically quit on your new team. If I owned, if just think about it from a business standpoint, ladies and gentlemen. If you had a store, you just had a regular retail store, and you hired this person, and they show up late, they show up, they they're messing up your 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 inventory, they're messing up your 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 your, your morale in the store. You want to keep them around? No, you let them go. 
And that's the same situation. I don't care if you can catch a ball. That's how this goes. Anyway, uh, if you're listening to the show on the podcast, um, all music today's old school hip hop. We kick the show off with a little LL Cool J. Uh, we're going to uh, keep it going with some Run DMC. We'll have some 112. I haven't played 112 at all. And then we'll have a little bit of Wu Tang. But uh, we're going to come back. I'm going to try to get this Facebook Live crap up and running again. And then uh, we'll keep the show rolling. Um, this is Downright Sports. Here we are, everybody. Welcome back to the show. Uh, back on Facebook after a little hiccup, I had to reposition the uh, the the tripod, if you will, <laughs> if you if you will, if you will, well, well. Uh, uh, we're gonna keep football going. In the first segment, we talk football. We're gonna keep the football talk going. Um, the Cam Newton being cut has been. On my mind, uh, Jameis Winston looking for a new home. It's a little bunched. It's a little messed up. Um, yeah, they got Tom Brady, but you didn't get 35-year-old Tom Brady. You got 129-year-old Tom Brady. So, 
I look at it like a situation like in Detroit where Sam Bradford, who throws a lot of interceptions and hasn't really done anything, is still got a job. Uh, Matthew Stafford, not Sam Bradford. Sam Bradford, too. He's not in the league anymore because injuries kept his butt out. But Sam Bradford was a bust, and they kept paying that man like he was something special. Um, there's so there's so many quarterbacks out there that had years. Uh, um, the Joe Flacco. Like, here's Denver, and we're going to touch on him in a second, but, like, Joe Flacco, everybody, you know, he won one Super Bowl, but the Ravens backed up the money truck to him. Like, oh, crap, like, he's worth it, and then he sucked, and now he's on a new team. So, here you got Jameis Winston. He's been in the league three years. He's a young guy. He clearly can throw that rock. I said this on my last show the other day that if Jameis played with – um, if Jameis had played in the Brett Favre era, I would do be teams drooling to have him on their team because they would say he's a gunslinger. He's just what we need. But now in today's NFL, you know, you got to be next to perfect. You know, you're perfect. You know, you, you, you better not throw an interception. How dare you? Some of the greatest quarterbacks of all time threw interceptions. And I know everybody slurps up um, – Joe Montana and his Super Bowl appearances, but let's be real. Outside of one Super Bowl, he only had to throw to Jerry Rice. Now, yes, yes, yes. I know I'm just blasphemy, but I'm just saying, you know, when you're on a team full of Hall of Famers, you know, check 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 the stats, kids. Like, let's just check the stats. But in any case, we're going to keep this on t- uh, Cam and Jameis Winston and what homes those guys should have and what teams should be looking at Jameis Winston and Cam Newton really hard and I mean this seriously like they really should be considering these guys starting with Pittsburgh you're the Steelers this is no brainer you got an old quarterback in Ben Roethlisberger who he's not Tom Brady and he just he's coming off Tommy John surgery yeah I think right now if you're the if you're the Pittsburgh Steelers and you're um uh, um, uh, the, the head coach Mike Tomlin. You just you almost made the playoffs with two bum, excuse me, two bum ass uh, quarterbacks. How about you add a Jameis Winston? How about you add a Cam Newton? How about you put those guys on your team? You put some uh, one of those two guys, and you go from an eight and eighteen to potentially a twelve and four or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Maybe fifteen and one. Because you got the weapons, you got the pieces, all you missing is a quarterback, a former MVP in the Cam Newton. All right, Cam don't want to play in Pittsburgh? Go get a poor man's Cam Newton and Jameis Winston. The kid can throw, Ben Roethlisberger, those uh, heart-crushing interceptions. Why can't uh, Jameis can do the same thing? But Jameis also can throw a lot of touchdowns, and he takes chances. You want a quarterback that's going to take chances. That's what you want. You want somebody that's going to look down the field and never see a never-win situation. Every opportunity is an opportunity to him, and that's how he views it. And if if I'm the Pittsburgh Steelers and I'm Mike Tomlin, I'm on the phone with those guys right now. This is a no-brainer, and I'm kind of getting sick and tired of watching in the NFL these career backup guys keep getting jobs, and they suck. Uh, There's no reason Colt McCoy still has a job. There's no reason Colt McCoy still has a job. What has Colt McCoy done since he's been in the league? I'm going to help you understand. It's zero. Zero is what he has done. Colt McCoy has done as much as I have, except he got drafted. 
Me and him pretty much could get paid to do the same thing, which is lose and sit on the bench. Alex Smith should not have a job right now. Alex Smith will never play again, but the fact he's still on the contract, come on. Spare me. But then we move on. Is my dog making noise? I think my dog's making noise. <laughs> I got three dogs in here, and they're all sleeping. They are knocked out. And I do such a good job. I'm such a doggy parent. <laughs> um, then you pay attention. I look at the Chicago Bears. Yes, you went after Nick Fultz, but we know Nick Fultz is a career backup quarterback. He is not a starter. You put Cam Newton. You put Jameis. I like Jameis better than Chicago anyway because he has that grit. He has that blue-collar mentality. Chicago would love him. If you took in a bum and Joe, uh, what's his name, Jay Cutler? Jay Cutler? Bum-ass Jay Cutler? You could take in James Winston. Jay Cutler was in Denver for one year. He had a big arm. He was a great quarterback in, uh, uh, hold on. I don't even know why I'm faking it. I could I do this. Hold on. Check, check this out. He was a great quarterback. Down when he was in uh, uh, Vanderbilt, he had a huge arm in Vanderbilt. God, we loved him. He didn't win a national championship in Vanderbilt. He did not. He did not. Jameis Winston won a national championship and almost went to another one. Almost went to another one. And he had a Heisman. Jay Cutler was, he was cut from that cloth. He was a bum, and he kept getting jobs, and he continued to be a bum everywhere he went. Jay Cutler stole more money from the NFL than he earned. I can promise you that. Then take a look at Denver. Denver. John Elway, either you just don't like certain type of quarterbacks, black, or you, sir, have zero idea what talent looks like because Peyton Manning fell into your hands. And ever since you lost Peyton Manning, you have done nothing to replace him. Done zilch, zero, nothing, nothing. But now you got to get, don't you dare. John Elway threw a ton of interceptions. So don't you dare sit there and like, you don't want a guy like a Jameis Winston, a guy like a Cam Newton, these young, vibrant men who got more of a career than less of a career. And you put them on that defense, that defense that you got, man, all you got to do is tell those guys, don't mess up. Just win me a couple games. The defense will rise up and do more. Von Miller will play like the Von Miller we all know. But we'll see. Because, you know, out in Denver, they tend to make crazy decisions. And then you got Miami. I keep going back to Miami. Why in the blue hell has Miami not called Cam Newton? Miami, L.A. I'm just going to kind of jump. Miami, L.A. charges. Cam Newton has L.A. South Beach written all over it. If you're the charges... And you're playing number two. You're playing number two to the Rams, who have not won anything since they've been in L.A. either. You're playing number two. You sign Cam Newton. This guy brings every Cam Newton brings hip-hop. And that's kind of what the NFL misses sometimes, that he brings that hip-hop culture. The guy brings that, 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 that different appeal. He, he brings in something that we've never seen. Now, yes, he dresses worse than my grandmother has ever dressed in her life, but still he's going to be unique. You need that when you're trying to steal press clippings, when you're trying to steal back pages. And then if you look at Miami, the guy's got Miami. Come on, you ain't had a star quarterback since Dan Marino. And Dan is is almost seven years old, so he ain't coming back to play. I can promise you that. 
And then, of course, the New York football Jets. <sighs> Why? Why? The Jets, you had Teddy Bridgewater. You did. If the if the Arizona Cardinals taught you anything, doesn't matter who you drafted the year before. I'm trying to win. So why not go get pieces that will help you win? Stop worrying about the process. You have no process, Jets. You're trash. You have never. Your last franchise quarterback was Chad Pennington, if I'm saying the last name right. And he did nothing. So your last real quarterback before him was Joe Broadway Joe Namath. And he is almost 80. He ain't coming back to play no more. So you take a Cam Newton. You put Cam Newton in New York. You put Jameis. Jameis I may not want to put in New York. Jameis is more of a Pittsburgh, Chicago, Denver kind of guy. Some place where he ain't going to get in trouble. But you put a Cam Newton in New York City in the bright lights. He'll handle it better than anybody. He will. If A-Rod can handle it. If Giancarlo Stanton can handle it. If Patrick Ewan. Uh, 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 Carmelo Anthony He can handle it Yes the press will attack him But Cam's going to give it right back As he dabs on him he's going to give it right back And that's what the, the Jets, You don't have that Jets, You signed Le'Veon Le- 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 Bell Who ain't even played for you And he wants to leave Because you keep making bad choices Make the Make your next choice the right choice and make Cam Newton your franchise quarterback. The guy's 31 years old. I'm older than Cam Newton. So that means he's got a lot of years ahead of him. Trust me. If you got time, Brady playing at 42 years old, anything is possible, kids. Anything's possible. And these franchises I just called out need to make these changes. They need to stop with the, well, I'm just looking. I don't know why I keep forgetting I can do this. I'll just sit back and I'll, uh, I'll draft this young man who just got finished playing collegiate football. And um, for the most part, I don't know what he's going to do in the pros, but he's only 6'1", and he weighs 205. You go get Cam Newton, 6'5", 250. You get Jameis Winston, 6'2", 225. Guys, that, when they get hit, they can take a hit. That's what I'm saying. And does not taking a team, and this goes to kind of Colin Kaepernick a little bit too, does not taking a team to the Super Bowl mean anything anymore for certain quarterbacks? Like, if Kirk Cousins took a team to the Super Bowl, we would not hear the end of it. It would just go on and on and on. Even if he lost, it would just go on and on and on. Like, it's getting outrageous out here. The decision making is getting crazy. Anyway, when we come back, we're going to wrap the show up. We're going to talk a little college, Canadian sports. And, um,. Uh, we're going to throw in some 112 if you're listening on the podcast. Looks like Facebook keeps working, so we got the Facebook working. And I will be right back. Downright Sports, everybody. Know what I mean? Did 
listening on the podcast uh, on apple Podcasts, please hit the subscribe button and like leave a comment uh there's no comment too great there's no comment too bad i will determine uh if you listen on google play or soundcloud uh soundcloud you can write in the inbox and just hit the like button and uh, uh follow uh same in google play you could follow um if you're listening on faith if you're watching on facebook or you're watching on youtube same rules apply. just subscribe man it's all just it's all about subscribing, trust me. <laughs> uh, we're going to wrap the show up talking about college sports. Um, we all know due to the this, this terrible virus that's going around, the coronavirus, that um, college sports had to call it quits. They ended the year. There was no timetable when, was, I mean, even for professional sports, there's no timetable when normalcy will come back. We, we're all hoping to get some type of normalcy somewhere, um, hopefully, and, um, you know, return back to, um, return, what the heck is going on? Live videos must be 40 seconds. Sorry, guys, uh, I got some technical difficulties, I'm just trying to fix, see what the hell is going on, um, Get back to my profound thought in a second. I... You're getting the, the silent treatment, sir. Let's see if this works now. All right, Facebook, we're back. Uh, anyway, so I think it's only right that if you, whoever runs the NCAA, I think I know the guy's name, but I don't think it's important at this point, that you have a real talk with all the schools, all the chancellors, all the presidents, and you go, we got to give our seniors one more year eligibility if they choose to take it. Even if they're graduating, let's give them another year eligibility because not everybody's going to have life after the sport that they play. There's not a professional league for every league. And, you know the the you know the kid that's swimming at San Diego State is not guaranteed is not going to the Olympics. The kid that played at um, Binghamton University is not going to be able to go into the NBA draft. Not everybody's going to the NFL, and I think it's only fair that you basically say, "Hey, kids, we're going to." 
give you the opportunity to play again, play your lecture. And then if the school is like, yo, we don't have any positions for this person, then you give the kid the opportunity to transfer. And all you could do is try and you give them a shot. And if they don't take advantage of it, they don't have to take advantage of it. But I played college sports and I, I mean, I was nowhere. I didn't play a senior year. I didn't even play a junior year, but I know that I wish I could go back and play every day and to not get that chance because of something that was out of my control. I don't think it's fair. I don't, I don't think it's fair at all. Um, I honestly think a lot of basketball players that's looking to go to the NBA draft, you shouldn't go back to college, spend another year getting better because the tournament is what make is going to help make or break your, your career. Now, some people think that, well, there's no better trainers than NBA trainers. So why not um, just go straight to the NBA and um, just participate there and just, just do what you want to do there? And I say to those people, no, you know, not every kid is the next Zion Williamson. Not every kid is the next LeBron James. And, yeah, you got the best trainers. But you sometimes don't get that college experience is a different animal, man. You ask any kid that has gone to college, it's a different environment. You, 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 you're never going to experience that again. Once you go professional, it's all professional now. It's all about timing. It's all about money. You know, clock. You know, it's all. It's all. You know micromanaged to where you're in college and you get to have fun and you get, you know, you're going to parties. Think about it. You're 18, 19 years old. You don't need to start the workforce that soon. And I know some of you say, well, you know, some of these kids need money for their parents. Da, 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 da. It's not the kid's job. And I know it's going to come off crass, but it's really not the kid's job to be the savior of the family. I don't think that's fair. It's not fair. And not to mention if the Corona teaches you and if this this outbreak teaches you anything maybe they should go back to school because it's potential you could get that, that little piece of paper that if you do lose your job you'll find one right away because not everybody's going to make it in the nba not everybody's going to make it in the nfl not everybody's going to make it in major league baseball or you know or hockey there's a there's a smaller chance of guys that make it that do that, that there's a larger percent of guys that don't make it than the guys that do make it. So take advantage, man. If the NCAA is willing to do that, and I think they should, I think they should grant these kids some type of, um, some type of, uh, uh, like, you know, Hey, one more year, you know what I'm saying? One more year. Um, and if not, you get to transfer, you know, something like that. I don't, I don't think they should just wrap it up the way they, they've wrapped it up. So, Anyway, thank you all for listening. Uh, it's been fun. Uh, it'll be a YouTube downright sports show today. We're going to talk about the top. I'm, I pick my top ten most influential players of all, uh, athletes of all time, all time. So last century, last decade, whatever, all time. Um, no horses or netless. Um, uh, may not be a show next week. Uh, maybe going to visit uh, the the parentals so we'll see how that works out i'm not 100 sure yet but uh we'll go from there you guys be safe please be safe stay indoors and um i will talk to you when i talk to you deuces word up look out for the cops though cash food word up two for fives over here baby word up two for fives niggas got garbage down the way word up cash food's everything around me cream get 
Yeah. Check this old fly shit out. Word up. Cash Take proves you everything the around joint. me. Cream, get the here money. We, here we go. Dollar, Check dollar this bill, shit. Yeah. I grew up on the crime side, the New York Times side. Staying alive was no job. Had second hands. Moms bounced on old men. So then we moved to Shallon Land. A young youth, you're rocking the gold tooth. Low goose, only way I begin to G-York was drug loot. And let's start it like this, son. Rolling with this one and that one. Pulling out gas for fun. But it was just a dream for the team who was a fiend. Started smoking wolves at 16. And running up in gates and doing it by high stakes. Making my way on fire skates. No question I was speed for cracks and weed. The combination made my eyes bleed. No question, I will flow off and try to get the go off. Sticking up white boys on ballboards. My life got no better. Same damn low sweater. Times is rough and tough like leather. Figured out I went the wrong route. So I got with a sick ass click and went all out. Catching keys from four C's. Rolling in MPVs. Every week we make 40 G's. Yo, nigga, respect my. A nigga to check notch. Bow. Dollar bill, yeah. 